You're listening to Podcasting Paradigms with David Truss. This is Roy Henry Vickers, Part 1, for Directions of the Sweat Lodge. Walking along the roads, carrying these stones. Looking for some place to rest our weary bones. Tearing stories and we're singing songs and we create the place we map along. So I have the honor of sitting here with Roy Henry Vickers, and he's going to tell me a few stories about the four directions of the Sweat Lodge, and hopefully a few other things. And before I get started, I'd just love to say welcome, and maybe you can tell people a bit about yourself. Thank you. Oh, there's a lot to tell there. Holy mackerel, where do I start? My mother was um, a school teacher who's in British Columbia. She taught for 42 years. and. Her parents came from Birmingham and Scarborough in England, and she met and married Arthur Vickers from Kitkatla, who is Haida, Simshan, and Hailtsuk, which is part of the Kwakwala-speaking people. So I'm 65 years old now and have been working with my artwork for almost 48 years, 38 years, and I began my artwork as a teacher to teach others of a traditional Northwest Coast Indian art of, uh, the, of the Northwest Coast of the Haida, Simchen, Kwagul, Coast Salish people. That's basically okay. And you mentioned you were inspired by uh, your grade 11 art teacher. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the most, the most influence other than my parents that anybody has had in my life was uh, the influence of my art teacher, William West from Victoria. He was teaching at Oak Bay High School when I went there in the 1960s, and he helped me get through high school. And he really laid the foundation for me to study where my heart led me instead of following the, the halls of academic art learning. And he, he discouraged me from doing that. And he helped me to understand that when I found myself and express myself, I would be expressing something that no one else in the world could do. So, um, could you talk a little bit about the four directions of the Sweat Lodge? Well, the four directions are my, my centering exercise daily and sometimes many times through the day. And uh, First of all, I'd, I'd have to say that um, in the in the 80s, as I was working as an artist, I I had the fortune and the experience to to have one of my original paintings given to Queen Elizabeth at the Commonwealth Summit in 1987, and I wasn't ready for the recognition or the attention, and uh, or how to deal with the income and how everything changed with my artwork. And I basically became a very big spender and just blew, blew my life, blew my money. And uh, after my third marriage went on the rocks, I came to the end of my rope. And fortunately, people like Mr. West had tied a knot there, mm-hmm. and I could hang on. And that was in 1992. And in the summer of 1992, I began looking at the world through sober eyes. And 
what my vision, of course, became clear. And I struggled for two years in the AA program. And one day in my thoughts, which were like prayers, I was asking for somebody to teach me how to fast and pray in the old ways of the medicine people of the Northwest Coast. And seven days later, there was a man standing in front of me who said, yep, I can help you do your first fast. I know exactly what to do. And so I began. And my first fast started with a sweat. So I built my first sweat lodge with my teacher and went into a four-day fast with no food and no water. I came out four days later and I continue from that day in February to this day with the knowledge of the four directions, which are not only in the sweat lodge, but every pipe carrier in North America works with the four directions. Um, and they are used by other spiritual leaders, not religious leaders, around the world. So this is a, this is an, a spiritual teaching that exists in all cultures, in all nationalities. So I'm speaking with the knowledge that was given to me. And it's similar, but not the same as the knowledge that other people carry. It's sacred in that it's, it's spiritual and it will lead you on a path of truth for the rest of your life. So the four directions for me uh, are an exercise where I look to the east, the way of the teacher. And I think of all of the children. It's the direction of the, it's the face of the child of, 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 the, of humanity. And I think of the child growing and how the child begins learning in the womb. It hears, it listens to voices. And as the child comes into the world, its major caregiver is its mother, and it begins learning from its mother. And so when I look to the East the way of the teacher, I think of myself as that child. And so I know that as a teacher in this life that I live, I must continually keep my eyes and my ears and my heart open to the lessons that exist every single day and they're there for me to learn and so I also think of that great yellow ball of fire in the sky so the element is fire the color is yellow the direction is the east the human face is the face of the child and it's the direction of the teacher it is in the seasons of the year, it's spring. So that's the direction of the east. And when I go to do a pipe ceremony, I always face the east. And my first loading of the pipe before it's even lit is facing the east and asking that all of the lessons are there for me as I smoke this pipe and allow the smoke to take my prayers to the Creator that I ask for the knowledge that is necessary for me to be who I'm meant to be in this world. 
so the teacher is where we all begin. We all begin with the teachings. And there's so much more. So as I speak to you now about the direction of the East, this is what I have to share. If we got together again tomorrow, it would be the same and there may be more because it's all about what you learn every day. And so with the heart of the teacher and the eyes and the ears of the teacher, I turn to the South and I think of the healer that each human being is and how my healing journey becomes the healing journey of everyone around me. And I think of the human face of my mother, of my sisters, of my aunts, of all of the women who've come across my path. And as a healer myself, I realize that those people in my life who took the first steps of healing and put it out there in, in with their voices were the healers, were the women, not the men, it was the women. And so as I face the South, I think of the our Mother Earth. The face of humanity is the woman. The Earth that we live on we call our Mother. Why? Because she sustains us. Not only that, all of the medicines that exist in this world come from the Earth. <clears throat> so I think of the, the woman who I am. I am part of my mother. So I, I ask that I keep in touch with my femininity, that it keeps me in balance with the male, with the man that I am. And so looking to the south, the way of the healer, I want to have my heart open to my healing journey continuously, every day, as I speak to you. The, the emotion of joy comes, and it's mixed with tears that, that want to come. And it's mixed with the fear of sharing my life with you, and it wants to stop, it wants to plug my throat. I won't let it because I know that fear is something that we just must go through. And I know that the fear just comes from being vulnerable. And we're all afraid to be vulnerable, but without vulnerability, you will not touch anyone. And so the South, the way of the healer, helps me in so many ways. Um, it helps me in my relationship with my wife, who is the woman in my life, who takes care of things, takes care of us, makes the sandwiches that are going to come, and, and she also is a teacher. She was a teacher when I met her. So the healer is, the element is summer, summer of our healing. The, the direction is the south. Uh, no, the season is the summer. The element is the earth. The color is red. I think of red ochre as the healing color. And so red is part of my life. The, oh, and I forgot, the instrument of the teacher is the bell. Okay. And it's used around the world to call people to knowledge, mm. spiritual knowledge, intellectual yeah. knowledge. And the instrument of the healer is the drum. And I always tell people the drum is drumming the heartbeat of all life. And so 
the drum brings me to this place of paying attention to my heart and everything that comes into my heart that has meaning and truth that resonates with me every day. And so as a healer looking to the south, the way of the women, the, the way of the healer, when I attach my healing to my knowledge as a teacher, I'm able then to look to the west where the sun goes down. The west is the direction of the visionary. And we humans have this incredible gift of vision. We can close our eyes and yet we can still see. We can see in our imagination. We can continually image. And as an artist, that's never been a problem for me because my life has always been about images. When someone is talking to me, I see images. And so when I look to the West, I think of the men, the human faces, the male. And I think of the man that I am and how I'm to stand in this place as a visionary. And I give thanks for the healing and the knowledge that has been given to me by so many teachers through my life that enables me to see clearly. And as the world revolves and society happens and the busyness of everyday life and your communication with all of the people in your life, it's necessary always to be able to come to this place of vision and make sure that you're seeing clearly where you should be and how you should be. It's important that you can separate yourself from your body. As I sit here talking to you, I can be above looking at us both and I can see myself. And I am, am I speaking the truth of who I am? Am I speaking the beauty of who I am? And if I'm not then as the thoughts go screaming through my mind, I can just say, okay, come back to center here, Roy, mm -hmm. and, and, and see what you're doing, see how you're speaking. And so this vision is incredibly uh, helpful to see our journey in life. So the visionary, and the, the season of the visionary is autumn. And so I, at this, in the fall of the year, when the, the healing and the fruit and the medicines come to us, I can stop and look at what's ahead, and I can see it clearly. And in order to move into the winter, in order to look to the north, the way of the warrior, the way of the leader, I must have clear vision. And so the fourth direction is the north. The human face is the elder. The season is winter. The color is white. The snow that falls to the earth. The color that my hair begins to mm -hmm. turn. So the face of the elder... And the instrument? And the instrument is the rattle. The rattle. And it is so beautiful. It is this whole uh, idea of the rattle. 
So we have the bell, we have the drum, the, the instrument of the visionaries, the click sticks. And in the old days, before modern times, the click sticks were the bones of our ancestors. And the click sticks are the oldest musical instrument in the world. And they were used to keep time. And they became drumsticks. And when I think of it, it's so natural. The drum is the instrument of the healer. So the visionary takes click sticks that have now become drumsticks. And what are you doing? You're beating on the heart. You're beating, at, you're beating the actual heartbeat of life. Mm-hmm. And so the click sticks are used in many ways. I use them not only to beat on a drum, but I, I have two click sticks that I bang together and I can use them like a zipper to put protection around me in, in the spiritual realm. So I'm always protected by the light of truth, by the ancestors who've walked before me, who the way one teacher put it is when you as a human being are in the strength and the truth and the beauty of who you are all of the ancestors that went before you on the other side are speaking to each other excitedly and they're saying maybe this one will be the one maybe this one will be the one to to bring to the world around them the truth and the strength and beauty of their lineage so in my case maybe this man will be the one to bring forth the strength and the truth and the beauty of his lineage Mm -hmm. and so as an elder now actually in my life looking to the north the way of the leader I realize with humility that I'm doing this I'm doing it Mm -hmm. and so as I take the rattle and I shake my rattle What comes to me is, what do we give the baby when it's born? What's one of the first gifts a baby's given? A rat. Yes. A rat. And when I am am dancing in the strength and truth and beauty of who I am, Mm -hmm. the rattle reminds me that yes, you may have a lot of kudos, Yes, you, there are a lot of people who may admire you. But you really are a very weak person walking through this world. And if you didn't have the strength of the creator of all life and all of your ancestors, you could not do what you do. (laughs) And the rattle keeps me there. It keeps me in that place. And when I see other people who carry their rattle as leaders, I'm drawn to them 
and mm -hmm. when I see that they don't know how to use the rattle, I'm repelled yeah, by yes. them. <laughs> I think, well, I don't want to follow that person. Mm -hmm. they're, 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 they're not, they haven't found their way. They don't have their voice. They've learned a whole pile of things, and their healing journey, they need to go back and address the South, the mm -hmm. women, and walk their life. And those that, that complete the circle and be the teacher and be the healer and be the visionary, when they become the leader, I can feel, I can feel them. And I, when I look in their eyes, I can see it in their eyes. The eyes can't lie, they're the window to your, yeah. to your whole inside. Now, you, um, you mentioned it's not just the leader, but also the warrior? The warrior. We, we did have that very, very brief um, chat yesterday, and uh, you know everything you said about the leader and, and you know the rattle that they wave when you combine the idea of the leader who's also a warrior, yeah. you shared with me a, a really big piece of what it means to be a warrior. Uh -huh. yeah. You're out there where the buses don't run. <laughs> <laughs> and you're looking for other warriors to to share their strength and to share your strength with. And when you see them, it's, it gives you that comfort of knowing you're not the only one. Mm -hmm. There are others. Keep, well, your, keep your eyes and your ears and your heart open. Well, you're talking about what the, the goal of a warrior, too, was, which isn't to attack. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's so. to stand in the truth and be the truth. Mm -hmm. Speak the truth. And, and when you do, there are many who will not appreciate who you are. You will not appreciate one iota in, in their esteem. And yet, when you are there, you, it doesn't matter. What, when you're in the strength and truth and beauty of who you are, it does not matter what others think. It matters what you do, what you do. And if you do it, if you remain true to it, you're eventually what will come from the subconscious into the consciousness is... It's okay. It's okay. They will understand sooner or later. Just keep doing this. Just keep doing this. Just keep doing this. Be patient. You actually reminded me, I had the opportunity, the honor to meet John Risdale, um, Chief yeah. John. And um, he was talking about the warrior, and he said the, the ultimate purpose of a warrior is to keep the peace. To keep the peace. Yeah. That's, and there's another thing. When I was a young man starting out, I wanted to be a peace officer. I wanted to be in the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. I wanted to ride horses all over the world. And I wanted to keep the peace. Years later, through so many different things, part of it being that I'm partially colorblind, I was rejected by the RCMP in my medical because I'm partially colorblind to all colors. Mm -hmm. to use that you can only see a partial amount of the colors that most people can see. And I never knew that and really never affected my, well, it did affect my life, but unconsciously mm -hmm. to me. 
what happened was years and years and years later I become an artist and then I become a leader as an artist doing things nobody's done before, nobody's seen before and I'm reminded by my teacher that that's what's going to happen. People are going to come to you and say, oh, I was watching the sun go down and I saw your sunsets. Mm-hmm. Or I saw your water. I was fishing the other day and I saw your water. Well, it's not my water. Mm-hmm. But, but the image that I create from the water that I see or the colors that I see in the sun, the image is so strong and so unique to me that when someone else sees it, they think of the image that I drew. And so the uniqueness, and so you become someone who inspires in other people what has inspired you. Mm-hmm. And then I come to another piece of information that, that just came to me one day in my prayer time and in my fasting and in my sober thinking, and that is inspiration. Inspiration. It comes from the word inspiritus. And inspiritus translated into our our English language literally means the breath of the creator inspirating inspirating, breathing into it. Well that's a good place to stop. Thank you. <laughs> when did I told you my story? I said rap when you told yours Made our lives up out of some Inarticulate perfect glory Laid our rocks on the opposite shore